You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Eight days to the start of the NBA regular season for the Sacramento Kings, 10 days away from the home opener against the Portland Trailblazers. And on this Tuesday morning, coming off the heels of a Sacramento Kings preseason victory over the Utah Jazz, 128-115. to And we have a lot to talk about, including that Jazz win and... Is Buddy Heald's contract situation worth worrying about? All of that on today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Locked on Kings. This is your hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season, all offseason, all preseason. It does not matter. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage, of your Sacramento Kings, you are in the right place. My name is Matt George. I am your host here. I'm from Sports 1140 KHDK. That's the flagship radio station of the Kings in Sacramento. I work there as an on-air host and a multimedia journalist and reporter. Very excited to speak with you all. Very excited to have you back in this, our final full week of non-regular season basketball until April. Isn't that crazy to think about? We have basketball from next week all the way through till April Uh, all-star break in there as well but there's still basketball to be had but the season is right around the corner people we've been waiting for so so long the build-up for not just the Kings but every team in the NBA has been intense as once again the NBA is king even during their offseason and finally it's coming to a peak it's coming to its pinnacle and we're ready to get this campaign going that being said the calm before the storm, preseason basketball happening, and the Kings are now 2-2 two two in preseason after their win over the Utah Jazz last night, which we will discuss here in just a second. But before that, we have to talk about this Buddy Heald contract situation. And, and we knew Buddy Heald was uh, eligible for an extension, and if the Kings uh, wish to, they can sign him to an extension before the regular season starts. If they choose not to do that, then he would become a restricted free agent, which is mostly common uh, in these situations, which means that the Kings would have the uh, ability to offer him a contract uh, if they want to at the end of the season or offer him what's called a qualifying offer, which is basically a one-year set amount extension similar to a franchise tag in the NFL, except it is not mandatory that the player accepts. However, uh, what that means is that if Buddy Heald elected to not accept that qualifying offer and test the open market, which is most common in, in those circumstances, then any team that offers Heald a contract, if he accepts that contract, the Kings have the right to match. And if they were to match, then he would be forced to take the Kings contract, not the, uh, the other team's contract. So if they do not make a decision or or re-sign Buddy Heald to a contract before the season starts, Buddy Heald would become a restricted free agent, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. And we knew this was the situation uh, going into this year. We know it's been this way uh, for a while. However, Jason Anderson of the Sacramento Bee talked to Buddy Heald after the Kings preseason win at home over the Phoenix Suns. And Buddy, being the guy that he is and being open-minded and and not willing to speak his mind, uh, shared the fact that he wants to get a deal done and he's anxious to get things going and get things worked out before the season starts. He said that he wants to be in Sacramento. He's committed to Sacramento and wants that commitment in return. And that has led to, over the last few days, 
um, a bit of unrest and uncertainty amongst Sacramento Kings fans and media about the Buddy Heald contract situation and saga taking place and if the Kings would get the contract uh, worked out and signed in time before the start of the regular season or if Buddy Heald would be upset if the Kings elected to not issue him a contract and allow him to test free agency. And here's basically the the reality on the entire situation, just so everybody understands. First and foremost, of course Buddy Heald wants to get this contract signed and, and wants to get it over with. Why wouldn't you want a payday earlier rather than later, especially when you work in a an industry of professional sports where uh, your health can determine a big money deal or no money whatsoever? Just look at what happened uh, and what's been happening with DeMarcus Cousins. Buddy Heald does not want to, uh, obviously, if he can avoid the risk of playing on the final year of this contract without any guaranteed money other than what's already being uh, paid to him, uh, of course he's going to want to avoid to do that. And he's going he's expecting, if the Kings were to sign him uh, to an offer before the season started, he's expecting a pretty significant payday. Now, I don't think a max contract is really on the table here. Maybe something close, uh, but I don't believe the Kings are interested uh, in signing him to a max deal. And that is to be expected. Why? Because the Kings are trying to keep their books as clean and open as possible for when they have to pay De'Aaron Fox, which is coming up in a, in a year, and when they have to pay Marvin Bagley, which is coming up in two years. Not to mention, they also have Bogdan Bogdanovich that financially they're going to try and figure out how they want to or if they are going to be able uh, to keep him around. So the Kings have a lot more to think about than just the happiness of Buddy Heald. But here's what you should take solace in and take comfort in. Buddy Heald has a phenomenal relationship with Vlade Divac. He has a phenomenal relationship with Vivek Ranadive. He has a great relationship with Peja Stojakovic. Buddy Heald is rooted in Sacramento in so many ways based off of his relationships that he's built in the community and in the organization. And the organization themselves has said time and time again that they want Buddy Heald around. And of course they do. He's one of the best young shooters in the NBA today, and he's a perfect fit for what the Kings are trying to do going forward. Make no mistake about it, the Sacramento Kings want to keep Buddy healed long term, but all the power is in their court, not Buddy's. And what I mean by that is that, like I mentioned with the the restricted free agency, the qualifying offer and, and all that, the Kings have full control on whether Buddy healed stays or leaves for the next essentially four to five years if you include this season. They can either sign him to a contract now and lock him up now and get it done with, or they can let him test restricted free agency and match whatever offer comes through, which most likely I'd say about 99% chance that that's what they would end up doing. Buddy Heald is going to be a king, barring any kind of injury, catastrophe, or, or unseen, unheard of situation. Buddy Heald is going to be a Sacramento King for at least the next four years, unless he is traded or, or in the future or things like that. But as of right now, the plan is for Buddy Heald to be here in Sacramento long term. There is zero reason as a Kings fan to panic, to be worried, to be concerned uh, that the Kings are going to potentially lose Buddy Heald by not offering him this contract. I understand the fans' desire uh, to see that commitment completely uh, put out there and 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 
put in the open. And you know, it could still happen. The Kings still have a week uh, to try and figure this out and get this done. And we do know that obviously both sides are, are uh, communicating. Uh, there have been multiple other Kings players, including De'Aaron Fox, that have come out and said they hope that a deal can get done sooner rather than later. Um, so clearly things are in the works, but it's not the end of the world if the Kings and Buddy Heald don't come to a contractual agreement by the start of this season and Buddy Heald becomes a restricted free agent. It's just delaying the inevitable that Buddy Heald is going to be a King long term. So take that into uh, into account. Remember that and take comfort in the fact uh, that Mr. Buddy Buckets is, is going to be in Sacktown uh, for quite a while, which to me is a very, very exciting thing. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. You can start your style upgrade now with $30 off of your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering Locked On, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, all one word, at checkout. So the Sacramento Kings beat the Utah Jazz last night, 128-115. to The Utah Jazz, a team that are expected to be one of the best in the Western Conference. In fact, I've picked them as a top three team in the West this year. Very high on them. Very excited to see what they can do. Now, it is preseason, so of course the games don't matter. But you remember when the Kings took on the Utah Jazz in Sacramento in preseason last year and got beat by 40 points? Uh, it's a lot better to uh, to get this win and have this situation, even if it is a quote-unquote meaningless game, uh, rather than suffer that blowout that the Kings suffered last year. Certainly makes you feel better, but it was a it was a fun game. It was an entertaining game. Now I'm aware that many of you were unable to watch that game because the Kings didn't televise it. Uh, the NBA didn't televise it, as far as I know. The Utah Jazz didn't televise it, as far as I know. Uh, so it wasn't very easy to be able to find a way to watch this game. However, you were able to listen to it on the radio call with the G-Man Gary Gerald, or you could follow along online and, and follow along with box scores and stats and things like that. So we're going to do our best here uh, to share with you how this game went down, things to pay attention to, um, and, and some of the major storylines from this win. Like I mentioned, Kings got the win 128 uh, to 115. It was a very, very good game for Buddy Heald, who's finished with 23 points. He was plus 22 on the night. 3 of 6 from 3-point range, 9 of 17 uh, from the field. Just looked very comfortable shooting the ball. Also showed off his ability to distribute. Had 5 uh, assists and also a steal. Did turn the ball over 4 times, but he had the ball in his hands um, a lot. And it was good to see Heald really embrace a facilitator role as well as a scoring role. We know he's a volume shooter, and the Kings and everybody knows that when Buddy Heald has the ball in his hands, the first thing he's looking to do is shoot. Uh, But when he draws as much attention now as he draws from defenses, he can be able to take advantage of that and find some open uh, teammates from time to time. And we saw his ability to do that at least briefly uh, in last night's win. I was very impressed as well with Marvin Bagley's game. He played just under 30 minutes, finished with 22 points, went 8 of 16 from the field, also 2 of 4 from three-point range. Hallelujah, Marvin Bagley shooting and making three-pointers. Love to see that and his ability to space the floor. And what's most impressive is that Marvin Bagley had a good game against one of the best interior defensive teams 
in the league. In fact, I was go I would go as far as to say the best interior defensive team uh, with Rudy Gobert at the uh, center of that Utah Jazz squad. Uh, De'Aaron Fox did leave the game with a sore back. He is officially, as of now, listed as day-to-day, and the Kings held him out more for precautionary reasons uh, than anything else. I am told that there is nothing to worry about, that he should be fine and ready to play, of course, by opening night of the season in Phoenix. We'll have to wait and see uh, if he does play against Melbourne United uh, tomorrow night in Sacramento. I would not be surprised, honestly, if they decided to not allow him to play. But before he exited the game, in 20 minutes, he had 14 points as well as four assists and went one of three uh, from three-point range. Bogdan Bogdanovich continues to look very, very efficient off of the bench, played just under 30 minutes as well, scored 16 points on 16 shots, did struggle from three-point range, two of seven uh, from there, five rebounds and eight assists for Bogey. And I like that he's really embracing a hybrid role off of the bench. Uh, We've seen him struggle with indecision between am I a scorer or am I a facilitator? He's doing both here. Uh, with the Kings. At least he has been uh, during this preseason play, but you can tell he's more aggressively looking for his shot and looking for his offense, knowing that he's the primary scorer with this second unit. And check this out. Trevor Ariza did not even play in this game. Neither did Corey Joseph. So add those two into the second unit consistently uh, with Bogey, with Rashawn Holmes, uh, and with Nemanja Bialica, there's a lot of firepower and a lot of depth on this Kings team. And I haven't even mentioned Harry Giles. I haven't even mentioned uh, Yogi Ferrell, who had a great game uh, against the uh, Phoenix Suns and also finished with 10 points in this game against the Utah Jazz. The Kings have a lot of depth, which is really exciting. If the starters get off to a slow start, there's enough firepower on this bench to get the Kings back into it. Or if the Kings get off to a fast start and build a lead, there's enough firepower on this bench to either maintain or extend that lead. We haven't seen this much depth on the Kings roster in quite some time, and Bogdan Bogdanovich is right at the center of it. Rashawn Holmes continues to play very, very well. Only played 12 minutes still had 11 points and still had three rebounds uh, and a couple of steals and a block shot. Also, once again, changed a bunch of shots at the rim. Rashawn Holmes is going to be a staple to this Kings rotation. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Sorry, Harry Giles. I really don't know where you're working into things right now with how well Holmes and Bielitsa are playing. Bielitsa played 24 minutes, only had eight points, but did go two of three from three-point range. He did his job. He spaced the floor, and in the looks that he got, he hit a majority of them. So overall, a great game from the Kings, and it was good to see them offensively have success against a team that's known for their defense. Once again, three-point volume was up. They shot 38 three-pointers, only made 14 of them for 36%, but that's still 14 three-pointers made in a game, which is very, very good, and the Kings are going to continue to do that. Most impressively, though, was that they got to the line 29 times in this game, knocking down 22 of them, for 75%. We've also been paying a lot of attention uh, to the rebound battles and rebound differentials. The Kings got demolished by the Pacers in India in the rebounding uh, numbers, and they demolished the Suns at home. They lost the rebound battle last night, but ba- not by much. 48-43 to 43 in favor of the Utah Jazz. And, of course, the assist-to-turnover ratio was very, very good with the Kings finishing with 26 assists 
and uh, 11 turnovers, 26 assists. The ball movement has just been so crisp uh, and so clean with this Kings team during the preseason, which is good. That's a That suggests that the team is on the same page, uh, that the offense is flowing well, and that things are going right. Things are working uh, for Luke Walton in his current system. So I'm curious, based off of if you listen to the game or based off the numbers that you've seen and what you've been able to follow, what you thought about this Kings performance last night uh, and how much stock you put into a Kings win over a Utah Jazz team, even in preseason. Because here's the reality, the starters still played. I mean, Mike Conley played 25 minutes. Donovan Mitchell played just under 29 minutes. Rudy Gobert played just under 27 minutes. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich played just under 27 minutes. Joe Ingles played just under 24 minutes. I mean, the Jazz played their starters. Now, of course, I don't think it's fair to say that they were 100% focused or locked in or giving their all because it is preseason. But it's not like the Kings were taking on the second unit of this Utah Jazz squad uh, and having success. And on top of that, the Kings built an early lead. De'Aaron Fox went down after just 20 minutes of play or 19 minutes of play, and they were able to maintain that lead for the most part. They also scored a boatload of points uh, in the first half. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was 74, but it might have been 78. I just want to confirm here so I don't get it wrong. But they scored 41 points in the second quarter alone, 78 points. It was 78 points that they scored in a single half. The only quarter that was really bad for them um, defensively, I mean, they gave up 38 points to the Jazz in the first quarter, but did score 37 of their own to keep it close. Uh, but their their worst offensive quarter was the third quarter, scoring just 23 points while giving up 28. But overall, fairly balanced. Used that second quarter to extend, uh, to build a lead, to build a safety net, and they did a relatively good job maintaining it. Their largest lead of the game was 23 and to, uh, to finish the game winning by double digits, 13 total, is impressive to me and something that I put a lot of stock in and something that I think Kings fans should be proud of. Don't read too far into it, but be proud of it and be encouraged by it uh, and uh, hope that that's something that we can consistently see with this Kings team in actual regular season play when that begins in uh, just over a week. Hard to believe. A week from Tomorrow, the Kings open up their regular season in Phoenix, and then a week from Friday, it's the home opener against the Portland Trailblazers. Of course, we're going to talk about that uh, a lot next week. I have the uh, Fans Only Podcast International Edition uh, coming next week for you that I'm super, super excited about. going to be recording those interviews later on this week, and we'll be playing those for you either Monday or Tuesday, so you have that look to look forward to. Also remember, next week we are returning to the daily podcast format, meaning Monday through Friday you are getting Locked on Kings podcast and Locked on Kings content as we will celebrate opening week of the NBA beginning on Monday. But the preseason isn't over. The Kings have one more game uh, this preseason, but it's not against an NBA team. I'll share that with you, and we'll discuss that really briefly before we wrap up here. The NBA played a couple of games in Australia this summer with the NBA or Team USA national team going to play some exhibition games there before heading uh, to China for the FIBA World Cup. And now one of the Australian pro teams, Melbourne United, 
will be in Sacramento for some preseason action. Normally, the Kings take on uh, a, a team. We're seeing this is more common around the NBA now that teams are taking on um, other professional teams from other leagues and other countries, which I think is awesome, even though it may not be uh, super enticing or super interesting uh, for Kings fans or really NBA fans because there's still a, a pretty significant difference between NBA teams and uh, international pro teams. But it's a pretty big deal for these teams. It's a pretty big deal for these countries to see uh, their pro teams playing in an NBA arena in the United States. And we'll get that opportunity to witness that on uh, tomorrow evening when the Kings in the Golden 1 Center will host Melbourne United. So I will be there for that game. Again, we don't know if De'Aaron Fox is going to be playing in that one as he uh, he is still day-to-day uh, with that sore back that he suffered against the Utah Jazz. If more information comes out, of course, you can find that uh, on Twitter. If you follow me at MattGeorgeKGDK, you can also email me, mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com for more information on that. Uh, we know Corey Joseph won't be playing. Harry Giles won't be playing. I don't think it's expected that Trevor Ariza will be playing as he uh, had that uh, surgery, that lymphoma excision that took place earlier this week or was it late last week? Honestly, I, I do not remember. Um, but he's probably not going to be playing in that game as well. So this is going to be a good opportunity for some of the younger guys, the younger players, uh, to get some run uh, and get some major minutes here in this final preseason game um, as we gear up for the start of uh, the regular season. So this might be a, a showcase of some of the Kings rookies. You might see a lot of Justin James and Kyle Guy uh, in this one. I expect we'll get a good look at Wenyan Gabriel and Caleb Swanigan as well. Uh, that doesn't mean the Kings starters or, or main players won't be playing. I'm sure Marvin Bagley and uh, Buddy Heald will be playing certain stretches, Bogdan Bogdanovich as well. So if you're able to make it out, tickets are super cheap. Uh, and it's going to be a fun night and a fun event just to really uh, cap off the preseason and uh, get you even more excited for the regular season. Head on out to the Golden 1 Center. I will be out there. Uh, so if you are going to the game, reach out to me. Let me know on social media or over email. Uh, and I would love to meet up with you and chat with you either during the game, before the game, at halftime. It does not matter. Uh, get in contact with me. Of course, if you can't go to that game, I don't believe the Kings are televising that game uh, either. You can listen to it on KHDK or follow along with me uh, on Twitter, and I'll share with you everything from uh, what's happening on the floor to what's happening in the locker room before and after the game. So be sure to uh, tune in and stay tuned to that, and then... We will return on Thursday of this week to recap that game. That'll be the final podcast of this week before we get back to, yes, daily podcasts beginning on opening week Monday of next week. So I'm very excited for that. Until then, my name is Matt George. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. Have yourself a great rest of the day, and I hope to see you out there tomorrow for Kings and Melbourne United. Until then, my name is Matt George. Have yourself a great day. This has been the Locked on Kings podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.